0: Well, remain standing, if you would, to turn the service over to uh, Dr. Michael Gannon, who's been a friend of mine ever since I got saved. Ever since I gave my heart to Jesus, uh, this man's been in my life. His testimony inspired me. It was one of those things where I saw what God did for him, and I said, man, you did it for him, God. You could do it for me. And it really encouraged me uh, in a profound way. He's a great man. Prophetic gifting. You're just in for a special treat. God's going to touch you. How many of you came not only to touch the Lord, but to receive something from heaven? How many of you came to receive something from heaven? All right. Put your hands together for Pastor Michael Gannon.
1: Thank you, sir. Praise the Lord. Okay, you may be seated thank you so much just remind me if i go away (laughs) we uh we had an amazing time in anchorage last night and um i was going to do something different tonight and i felt like that was so good if it ain't broke why fix it So, y'all talk like that? Yeah. Uh, Sometimes. So, I love participation, so thank you. Um, So, we're just going to do the same thing tonight. We did in anchorage. And uh, if I have not gotten an opportunity to pray for you, uh, we're going to believe God tonight that I will have that opportunity. I do jump on an airplane at 1159. And I uh, have to drive there and check my stuff in. So I'm told I have to leave at 9.30. So we'll just uh, see how this goes. And, uh, and I'd love to pray for every single person. So how many of you believe in miracles? Okay, most people who believe in Jesus believe in miracles. Uh, one of the greatest miracles ever is that God uh, sent his son to be birthed in a manger. Do you all know that story? four people okay we're in a little bit of trouble just maybe we should open in a word of prayer i'm suddenly concerned you know the birth and the mangers that story yeah thank you so um and then he lived jesus who was god and then he died the jewish people of the day killed him uh hung him on a cross, which is what Romans did, and they stuck him in a grave. And he promised that he would rise again in three days. Trace. Three days he would rise again, and it is a proven fact of history that Jesus of Nazareth was killed, was hung on a cross, was stabbed in the side with a spear, and was stuck in a tomb rolled a rock over the front soldiers guarded him three days later the rock rolled away and he was not there that story I've heard many times um, is what precipitated a miracle in my life when I got saved one of the greatest miracles that can ever happen to you is salvation where what What Nicodemus and Jesus talked about was to be born again. And he said, how can I be born again? I was already born of my mother. And he was talking about a spiritual birth. So you're born naturally, physically from your mom. But then you can be born again. Everybody say again. Again. You can be born again spiritually where you get saved. They call it being born again. You come to an acceptance with Jesus Christ The fact that his sins, his sinless life, paid for my sin. Is everybody following me so far? So, his sinless life paid for my sin. Because of that, because of his death and his resurrection, he left the earth. Right before he left, he talked to all of his disciples. It's interesting. These are not just stories in a book. It is a fact of historical record. In fact, there is more factual evidence of what I'm talking to you about than the combination. So everybody say the combination. Combination. There is more historical fact on record than the combination of every historical figure who has ever lived. And I could talk to you for... A couple weeks solid about how much factual evidence there is about the life, death of Jesus Christ, and so he's leaving the earth. He talks to his disciples. He says, "All power in heaven and in earth has been given to me, and I give it to you." It's like the handoff was given to me because I'm Jesus Christ, Son of the Living God. I God. If you read Philippians chapter 4, where it talks about him coming out of heaven and submitting to being born of a virgin, living in a manger, all that stuff. He said, all power and authority has been given to me and I give it unto you. And then he said, therefore, and anytime you see the word therefore, you should wonder what it's there for. And he said, therefore, go Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So the authority we have as believers is to go convert people and to baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? But it's also what Jesus talked about in Isaiah, which is that He came to set captives free. He came to heal the blind. That's what he said. It was the very first message he ever preached. He popped out the scroll of Isaiah and he said, Here, look, this is what I'm supposed to do. Set the captive free. Anybody ever been bound? It ain't fun. It's fun being free. Bummer being bound. I've been both. I prefer free. So he said, I came to set the captive free. Came to restore sight to the blind. Anybody know what that means? Restore sight, like I'm blind. now I can see. He said that the lame would walk, the blind would see, captives would be set free. That was his ministry, that was his mission, and then he said, and today this scripture is fulfilled in me. Rolled up the thing and sat down, message closed. And so now our ministry We're all called ministers of reconciliation Our ministry on this earth is to be Jesus So now I'm not Jesus But I'm to be him I'm to, I'm to represent Jesus Christ through my life That's my mission That's what I'm here for So if I'm not doing what Jesus did, hey, doc, how are you doing? Thank you so much. As a great doctor, here's my commercial break. I'll pause (laughs) to interrupt this message with a commercial break. If you do not have a chiropractor, Valley Chiropractic is open for your enjoyment. And, uh... Anyway, he fixed me up, man. Just went crack. <laughs> <laughs> Just Just <laughs> 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 like woo! Thank you, Jesus. So, <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> so thanks a lot. Um, so now I had a commercial, and I forgot where I was. <clears throat> I'm not Jesus, thank you, because that would be false theology. If anybody introduces themselves as Jesus, well, or something else, I typically try not to run, but, because um, I'm just like, that, I'm a confrontationist. Other people run, I just will confront them. And I, we've been in Hana, if you've ever been to Maui in Hana, they have lots of Jesuses there. Very, very many Jesuses, and um, so and what was my point about him? We don 't know. <laughs> Thank you. and so that's our job. that's now my job to represent him. And so what he did, we should do too, which is miracles, signs and wonders that's what he did. He did signs and he did wonders. What's a sign and what's a wonder? A sign is something that makes you wonder. (laughs) What in the world was that? That's a good indication. That's a sign and a wonder. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? It's stuff you can't explain. Like being filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. It's stuff you can't explain. You know? And I'm just going to share this little tidbit of information. I wanted to make a disclaimer. Um, This is like the fine print in a contract. So that was my disclaimer uh, about what's going to happen. So turn with me to Revelation uh, chapter 12. Is that a good disclaimer yeah. and so if you need a miracle it's helpful to understand what it means to get one although I don't believe it's a prerequisite just like I I've known many unsaved people get miracles <clears throat> um, so it's not a prerequisite you understand what I just said but it can be helpful. Um, and just so there's no confusion, I just wanted to try to explain that. So, um, so we're talking about gifts. Everybody say gifts. Yes. We're talking about gifts. The Bible says that God gives gifts to men. Everybody's been born gifted to do something. Yeah. Okay, You're all gifted for something. There is a purpose while why you're on this planet. And you've been given gifts to give away to other people. If you have a voice and you sing, you're giving that gift away. You know, I have a gift of generosity. I love being generous to people. And so I give my gift away. If I have a gift of generosity and I don't give it away, then I'm just a stingy butthead. Right? Because, because I'm hoarding my gift... You know, when I used to smoke pot, we'd call it a bogart. You know, don't bogart that joint, dude. You know, you're bogarting, man. That was like 1937, but y'all know what I'm talking about. If you don't give it away, you're just stingy, and you're not sharing. And God made you to share, He made you to share who you are with other people. And so that's why you have gifts. It's not just for you and your own benefit. It's for you to give away, to help other people, to love other people. And I'm just going to share this little testimony with you and this little story. I shared it last night at the service. And I felt like to share it tonight with you. And then to pray. And then you guys got to leave at 830, right? Around there. Okay, so this would be perfect timing. And then I I asked... uh, pastor alex to come uh do a song and uh hannah banana sorry i just keep calling her that but well hannah banana Bracken, in i asked to sing with him and she's like sinking in her chair <laughs> i'm like that embarrassing uncle and um and i asked them to sing this song um and something happened and that something is going to happen tonight. And it's really going to help you. Um, you know, I felt so strongly a spirit of uh, weariness and fatigue. You know, that there is a f- uh, spirit of fatigue, of weariness. You know, where, where there's no logical explanation, you're as tired as you are. And it's a spirit. How many would say, Pastor, I may have that? Come on, just raise your hand. So that's almost like half of us. And I felt like God really wanted to free you from that thing. And, and he's got it, because that's what he does. And so we're going to talk tonight. I'm just going to share this one little story with you. Um, I'm going to share the story. We're going to take an offering and then we're just going to sing this song and just let this thing loose. Is that okay? Yep. So, uh Revelation 12. Thank you for the encouragement. <laughs> I always think I should have been black because they they shout you down when you're preaching, man. <laughs> you know, and I'm just this really slow-talking Caucasian from California. <laughs> I don't got any preaching me. I don't ever get excited. This is as excited as I get. <laughs> but I love being shouted down when I'm preaching. Come on. Yes! Hallelujah! <laughs> so anyway. Maybe I'm like secretly black Irish. I don't know. Although I can't dance. I do have some soul though. But <clears throat> All right. I cannot dance. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> Or sing. Good point. All right, maybe I don't have as much soul as I thought. All right. <laughs> so much better than any joint, and I've smoked every single strain of marijuana known to man. of marijuana. (laughs) And you cannot get as high as the most Ha! Ha! I know it's not me though. I'm so sorry. I'm not that funny. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> uh, so it says in Revelation three twelve. <clears throat> they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. Oh, what did I say? Revelation what? I'm so sorry. (laughs) They call it being drunk in the spirit for a reason. (laughs) I don't even know what I just said, but anywhere where it is, is not, not what I just said, so. All right. Twelve. Okay, <laughs> twelve eleven. Twelve
2: eleven.
1: Okay, 12, 11. <clears throat> 12, 11. <clears throat> okay they overcame him where he read that by the blood of the land by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Thank you, Jesus. All right, so I told you the story. I've been praying for power, and um, I wanted to raise the dead. I wanted to see blind eyes open, like I would say to a blind person, open, and they would just go. I can see, oh my goodness. And, um, and so I practiced doing miracles. Because how else are you going to do miracles if you don't practice? So I practiced doing miracles. I'd go pray for sick people, and many of them died, unfortunately. <clears throat> but I kept praying. I prayed for sick people that didn't get Well. But I kept praying. I used to witness to people; they wouldn't get saved. But I kept witnessing, right? And I prophesied, and I and I didn't hear from God. You know, they, you're either prophetic or pizza. You know, they, that's what they say. You ate pizza; must ate pizza. And so. I would prophesy to people. I would tell them, here's what the Lord said. And they'd be like, who are you talking to? I don't even know what you're talking about. We call that pizza. (laughs) Because you you missed God, right? Try not to call people false prophets, unless they really are. We just say you missed God. And so I kept practicing. Everybody say practice. practice. So I practiced in the miraculous. I was in a great church, this church, you know practicing, prophesying, praying for the sick, and eventually people started getting well. Like, I, I would pray for someone's shoulder, and they'd be like, wow, dude, it feels great. Like, I couldn't even lift it to right here. and It feels great. Like, I would just, I'd pray for people, and they would be sick, and God would heal them. Right? And then you start getting faith that maybe this stuff really works, you know? And then the more people I prayed for, the more it worked and the less it didn't work. And, and then I would just go like pray for people's nubby arms, like amputee people. I was, I was like on this kick of just wanting to see limbs grow out. So every little stubby arm I saw, I would go run over to him. And my, my kids were just like sink in the car. Oh, Jesus. You know, this guy would be coming out of AT&T. And and i would go, can I pray for you? And I don't ever wait for an answer. Grab his little number and just go, Jesus, grow it out right now, God, grow it out, grow it out. little dude had his nubby still well thank you so much for that prayer <clears throat> but I just kept grabbing little nubby arms I did not even kidding just grab the nubber just 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 come out in the name of Jesus and so did have I seen the arm grow out no not yet But I'm going to keep practicing. (laughs) And one day I will come here and I say, you know what happened? That little nubby thing turned into an arm. (laughs) Heidi Baker prayed. God told her she was going to open blind eyes. Heidi Baker, this lady from Mozambique, Africa, Um, prayed for two straight years for people who were blind not one person's eye opened not one and they're already blind so it's you know the physician's creed is do no harm so if they're blind and then they're still blind you did no harm good job right that's my rule anyway so the dude had a nubby it's not any less nubby so, so we're okay He's still got the same nub. If it starts shrinking in, then that's bad. So, So, do no harm. No blind eyes open. She was oh for however many hundreds of people she prayed for. Everybody say oh. Oh "Oh, for hundreds. And then at one moment, someone's eye opened. I read her book. She was in a stadium and she heard this lady say I was blind and I can see. And that release of the sound of that miracle everybody say sound. sound. There was a release of the sound of the miracle. All these eyes started opening. And that was so many years ago she's seen hundreds of people maybe thousands of blind eyes open. Isn't that cool? And so, um, so anyway, so I was praying for that gift. That's the gift I wanted. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I went to this church service and I was fasting and praying for the gift of power because I wanted to raise the dead. I really did. Like, if you're dead, I want to just come and go, get up. And they would go,
2: oh, hello.
1: <clears throat> you know, and if you kick them and they're dead, they're still dead. No harm, no foul. <laughs> Although it may be illegal, <laughs> I think actually it is corporate corp abuse. Okay, it is illegal, so maybe don't kick them, but <clears throat> unless they come to life, and then it's not illegal. But <laughs> so I wanted to raise the dead, and I go to this conference, and this guy says he—he's this uh, big, huge conference, and I was standing right over here where these young people are. And the guy stands on the stage. They just introduce him, and he points and he goes, "You young man," and so I'm. I'm Chris. Okay? Pretend you're me. Chuck.
3: Chuck? What?
1: My dear friend, what's his face? (laughs) Chuck. Dude, that was terrible. All right, epic fail. You know, it's like the beauty pageant, people walking down the stairs. Oh, boom. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. So let's rewind. Back up. Okay, Chuck, <clears throat> pretend you, my friend, are me. And the guy stands there and he goes, you, young man, God has a word for you. And I'm like, yes. Because everybody know what I want? Power. Power. And I've been praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying. He goes, you, young man, have a God has a word for you. I'm like, yes. He goes, God has given you a gift. And guess what my gift was? I wanted the gift of power. So God has a gift for you. And it is the gift of joy. (laughs) You think it's funny. I was so ticked, I'm like, like, I don't know where you're getting your information, buddy, but you have totally missed that. Joy is not even in the neighborhood of power. I was so mad. Anybody ever been mad at God? Come on, just be honest. I mean, you know, you're not going to win. But anyway, I have been mad at him. And I go to this church service, and I'm almost done. I go to this church. It's the first service I speak at since I got the stupid gift of joy. So I have this stupid little gift of joy. I want to raise the dead people, and I have joy. So I go to this church service. And I'm in Antioch, California, and I'm at a Samoan church. And in the Samoan church, they're all Samoan, the chief is, is sitting on the front row right where this nice lady is right here. So you have the chief, they're all in lava-lavas, which is like a wrap, you wrap around your waist, and they're all in lava-lavas and their whole little Samoan garb. They all had dressed up uh, for me, the great pastor. And so I come in, I just got the stupid gift of joy, as I said, and I come and I'm getting ready to go share my message and I stand up and I can't talk. minutes I'm standing like this I can't say a word <clears throat> and I walk over here because I think maybe it's just the spot I'm in <clears throat> I walk over here and as I do I start laughing <clears throat> and it's not funny because I'm the pastor the guest speaker and I can't say anything I'm and I'm laughing so now I I can't speak and I'm laughing and I can't stop it didn't matter how hard I tried I looked away I stared into the wall I'm like Jesus please please help me this is so embarrassing I'm never to be able to preach again this is horrible and laughing, and laughing, and laughing. And I have a really unique laugh, so it's not like I can hide my little laugh. I'm laughing loud, and I have, like, it's really high. And, <laughs> you know, Pastor Alan Carvalho said it seems like a, like an engine's trying to start, you know? <clears throat> it's like, you just want to go, come on, you know, come Come on, you know. Come on. And, and I'm losing it. Like, I really am literally losing it. And I, and I walk back over this way. This is a true story. This is my very first experience with the stupid gift of joy. And I walk over here. And as I walk by the dude and I'm laughing... He's he's looking at me with these big piercing eyes which makes me laugh harder. I do. <laughs> of a sudden the dude falls over in his chair. <sighs> lava lava up over his head. <sighs> I'm totally not joking. In all his glory. And just bursts out laughing. Roll. And starts rolling, and he's like 350, 400 pounds. So when he rolls, it's like bowling for dollars. I mean, he's just bowling people over. It'll be like, ah, boom, bowling people over, ah, boom. And he, just like, there's a couple hundred people there. They just fall out, just like, phew, phew. whole rows, phew, phew. people in the back, phew. just. Just laughing, just rolling on top of each other. Ah! It was pandemonium. Do y'all know what that word means? Just pandemonium. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And then I repented. All right, God, I guess it's not such a stupid gift. sorry Uh, (laughs) I'm suddenly really smoking hot wow oh my goodness so so anyway I kind of learned how to use the gift over the years I was in 1994 and um, I've seen stage four cancer heal like with people weeks to live set him free. And, um, and there's something about God's presence. Amen. You know, when it comes over you, you know, I cry a lot. I'm a cry baby. So I cry a lot. I love crying. You know, I think there's a moment to cry. But dude, laughing, <laughs> laughter... Doeth you good like a medicine. It's like a medicine. It's good for you. It's very good for you. And so you may be here today, tonight, not knowing what to expect, really. Um, Yeah, you could say that again. But it's okay. I am a trained professional. So I used to bartend in college, I served drinks for the world, now I'm a bartender of sorts for God. And and anyway, there's all kinds of great scriptural evidence. If you have a problem with my ministry, please see my best friend. him column uh, tomorrow's phone number is 970 <laughs> all right so anyway we're gonna pray for all of you maybe you don't need joy i don't know whatever you need god can give it to you <clears throat> amen. amen if you want to cry feel free if you want to laugh feel free if you don't want to do anything feel free Really, God touches all of us in unique ways, and so I let him be God, and I just uh, do what I do anyway with my non-stupid gift of joy, (laughs) because now I really like it. So we're going to take an offering, and then Pastor Alex and Hannah Banana, my favorite (laughs) niece, are going to sing this song, and it's going to be a wreck-fest. We're, I mean, really, you're just going to get wrecked by God. Define wreck-fest. Uh, okay, here, here, let me pretend. Holy Spirit, you. Here, Holy Spirit, you. <laughs> For the learning impaired, her, you. That was just a joke. It's just a joke. <laughs> I don't know why I say stuff like that. I don't I really. I don't. My mommy raised me right too. I just don't know. But I'm convinced of one truth. Let me just tell you this before we just let this thing loose. Um, and I'm not really kidding about this part. But <clears throat> if if you could experience like God, like God in a real tangible way, like where you, where his power and his presence just come so powerfully upon your life, you wouldn't need to run to boys. You wouldn't need to run to girls. You wouldn't need to run to Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> You wouldn't need to run to Beyonce, the little booty shaker. You wouldn't need to twerk to get attention. You wouldn't need to hashtag click sexy. because God so fills your space that really it's all you need, and when He says He's your all-in-all, all, that's one of the one of the names of God is He's my all-in-all. All. So look, if He isn't my all-in-all, all and I and I don't know Him like that, why wouldn't I go substituted for something else? And why wouldn't I go find it somewhere else? If I can't find it here, how am I going to find it anywhere? And so that's why I'm so convinced the power of the Holy Ghost is so important in your life. Is that good? Anyway, that was actually a very coherent thought for me being so drunk. So, here.
0: Thank you, Dr. Gannon. Ushers, would you assist us? Go ahead and put your hands together for him. Ushers, would you help us? Oh my goodness. We're going to go ahead and bless the man of God. He's jumping on a plane and we'll send him one check for the entirety of the, co- the offering that comes in. He's a very unique ministry. How many of you know that? All right. Um, But that's not the only unique aspect of his ministry, the freedom that he has in the spirit. And I can help any of you theologically if you have a problem with
1: joy, we'll help you. Uh, It's not a problem. Like people say joy is from Satan. When has he ever done anything good? That's all I have to say. All right. Uh, again,
0: if you'd put the push pay text to give up, you can put that. You could text KC Wasilla to 77977. It'll send you a link. On that link, you can uh, walk through the steps there. There's a drop down box for guest speaker, Pastor Michael Gannon, and you can give right there. Amen. Making out a check, make it out to KC. Let's bless him. Oh, his unique ministry is other than the uniqueness that you're experiencing <laughs> is uh, he has a ministry to uh, rescue children uh, sold into sex slavery. Yeah, that's not funny right there. And uh, he partners with others and he has a heart to rescue them. and so um, that's partially what you're offering will be going towards helping that amen so ushers would you assist us if you need an envelope to record your giving go ahead slip your hand up amen i won't ask you to raise your hand if you've ever been so depressed that you didn't know how you'd make it through another day won't ask you to raise your hand, but well, you just don't know how you don't know how you can make it. I mean, staring out a window and wishing you were dead. I hope you've never been there, but Jesus can set you free from all of that. Yeah. I uh, said, so Jesus can set you free from all of that. Ushers, would you come? <laughs> Heavenly Father, we thank you for the, um, the gift of joy. We thank you for the gift of Pastor Michael Gannon. Lord, we ask that you would multiply this offering many times over the gift as well as to the giver. And we ask, Lord, for your intervention, the sex slavery, even in America. We pray for those who are suffering under captivity even now, that you would rescue them and they might know joy. They might know you. They might find you. And that restoration process that many say takes at least seven years to break off that defilement and to get them in their right minds. So God, we ask for your intervention tonight. And we thank you for all that you're going to do, even in the rest of the service In Jesus name. Amen. Ushers, go ahead.
4: What they I think you're like but I fear the tender the song Who I am, will I burn a thousand stories? Of- It's who I am, it's who I am. you are perfect in all of your ways, you are perfect in all of your ways. It's who I am Get up. It's who I am
1: If you've never personally given your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, I was on 10 grams of cocaine. I've been a drug addict my whole life. Man, I couldn't stop doing drugs if my life depended on it. I had hurt everybody in my life, everybody that I loved. I had four warrants for my arrest. I was wanted by the FBI. I mean, my life was so beyond shambled and God spoke to me that I was going to die and go to hell and I got saved I, I confessed with my mouth and I believed in my heart and God set me free instantly set me free from something that I could not stop doing if I wanted to and if you've never personally given your heart to Jesus Christ He loves you He loves you so much that he gave his own son so he could have a relationship with you. And if you've never given your heart to the Lord, I'm going to invite you. It's a bold thing, I know, but if you'll just come to the front. I walked down a church aisle after I got saved and I made a public declaration. And so I'm going to invite you. You're safe here. This is family. You know, we're not going to put it on Facebook and Twitter and, you know, TwitFace or whatever. That's Twitter and Facebook together. It's a word I just made up, TwitFace. So we're not going to put you on TwitFace. So just come. Down here, if you've never personally given your heart to Jesus, who who of you? If you say, "Okay, Pastor, I've never prayed that prayer, or I'm I'm not living for Him," that's for sure. Is that anybody in this room? Any brave people? Anybody? So just say this prayer with me, and then I'm going to invite you to come up, and uh, I don't know, they call it Smash Mouth Football in Pittsburgh, so we're just going to have Smash Mouth Altar, if that's okay, <laughs> uh, So, and we're going to sing this song again, and then you're just going to get train wrecked by the Holy Ghost, so um, just come, uh, so say this prayer with me, say Jesus, thank you for loving me thank you for dying for me you took my place to forgive my sin and I ask you to take it all tonight I give it to you because you paid the full price to redeem my life thank you for hearing this prayer may I never be the same From this evening on, may my life be ever changed. And may you get your full reward for purchasing my life. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you need a miracle of any kind,
0: you know, the Lord spoke to me uh, when we were singing about uh, those who are here who have what I call an orphan spirit. Orphan spirit is you just, in a sea of love, you sort of can experience it. You might have been orphaned. In other words, you might not know your mom or your dad, but you could also know your mom and dad and still feel separate and apart and left and alone, alone in the midst of a crowd. God's going to set people free. For that. You, can, you don't have to have that. You can be set free. You're not an orphan. You've been grafted in by the precious blood of Jesus. If you, if you want to be set free, God's going to touch you with His love. The Father, love of God is going to touch you right now. Come on, just come. You want to touch from God? You want to experience His power? Just come right to the
3: front. We're going to pray for you as we continue to worship.
4: It's who I uh... your voice all across this
1: I'm going to invite you to come help me pray. So my only prerequisite is that Pastor Daniel releases you to pray. And then just come help me pray. Just don't be weird. Or weirder than me. Maybe that's what I should say. I don't know. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> Nothing. Never mind, Dad. So if you'll just come help me pray. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> okay, can we sing that song like 900 more times?
4: you are perfect in all love you ways holy you are perfect love you of your you are perfect you ways
0: to love. holy spirit touch your people now you are perfect, perfect in all of love your ways. ways release your power you are perfect spirit touch. Uh.
4: Is too- Super! you, Yo-e! Hey. I am Who was and who is
0: to come Let the Holy Spirit touch you tonight Let Him heal you tonight to come. In one moment He can lift off that emotional hurt You
4: are my goodness You are my grace I will sing to you Release your power. You are Release your healing. The blood of the lamb, trading beauty for ashes. You're trading me for the cross in the grave. Cause I found hope on that day when death is beaten. You sing to you, Father, the King of all things, you are, I am, who was and who is to
0: come. Father, we thank you for what you're doing in our midst. We give you praise. We want to be sensitive to your time and know that you might need to slip out, so we'll close in prayer. If you want prayer, pastor doesn't have to leave here for another 35 minutes, and then we got to race him to the airport. But he'll pray for you as long as he's got time. He just loves doing that. We're so glad you've come. All the youth, God bless you. We love you. Amen. So glad you came tonight. We're here every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock course if you don't have a home church you don't have a home church we'd love to be that for you if you do whether you go and serve with your hair on fire loving jesus serving him with all your heart your mind your soul and your strength amen we're glad that you've been blessed take someone by the hand won't you if you want prayer again you just come up dr gannon going to continue to pray let's close father thank you for what you've done what you're doing and what you will continue to do Now, bless your people, God, I'm praying. Cause your face to shine upon them. Lift up your countenance towards us. Be gracious to us. Keep us. And give us peace in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. We'll hope to see you Sunday morning, 8, 10, 12, 6 o'clock. Praise God. Bless you.
4: I'm so forgetful.